All right, back on Orange Nation. Steve out in Omaha. Seth Goldberg with you up until 2 o'clock. And we head out to somewhere in the middle of America. Omaha! Where we are joined by Chris Carlson. If you did not understand Peyton Manning there. Omaha! Omaha is where we're heading. Uh, Chris, do they... uh, do they appreciate Peyton Manning and his Omaha awareness out there in, in uh, Nebraska? You know, I thought that was Brent X singing um, for, <laughs> for, for a minute. Um, so, uh, you know, I haven't asked anybody about, about uh, Peyton Manning and, and, and if they, uh, they appreciate the fame. Uh, <laughs> what, are, what are the questions that I have failed to ask during my trip? What What is Omaha like? You know, we had Steve on yesterday, and he was pretty honest with us. He was like, you know, the media hotel is attached to the arena, and I haven't been outside. So I'm guessing, like, now that, you know, a day-ish has passed, uh, w- what's this place like? What's this city like? Yeah, I mean, for the, the parts that we've seen, I, I mean, it's beautiful. You know, the, the, the skyline um, coming in is beautiful. Uh, we went to Warren Buffett's uh, favorite steakhouse uh, last night, and uh, I think everybody has kind of gone for the Omaha, the Omaha steak route. Um, haven't had time to do too much exploring outside of those places, but I mean, I'm driving through downtown Omaha. Uh, I think it's downtown, uh, but, but certainly a, a kind of cityish portion. It's a beautiful city. Um, you know, beautiful place, great people. Uh, everyone's been really friendly. Uh, you know, nobody seems too put off by the Syracuse comments, despite the, uh, the, uh, local columnist who, <laughs> who did a little muckraking. Uh, but yeah, I mean, beautiful place. How was, how was the steak? That's the important question. Ah, oh, the steak was delicious. delicious. Oh, that's good. Yep. That's yep. good. Always important to, to be fed Live, well. Lives up to its reputation. Oh, that's good. Always important to be fed well on the road. Uh, that, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, why don't we get to SU and Duke? Uh, they'll be playing inside uh, CenturyLink Center tonight. Uh, w- you know, what do you take away from the first matchup between these two teams? Because it, it was, uh, it, honestly, a tough game to watch offensively for both teams, and, and they uh, both struggled. They both had their worst offensive games of the year. What do you take away from that game as we look at tonight? Thanks so much. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think you, you can take away the fact that Duke can um, struggle against the zone. They've only got a couple guys that really love to shoot it, um, so they're not going to, you know, shoot you out of it. Um, but they also have a really good coach who, when they went two for 18 from three, said no more threes, um, you know, and we're going to punch it inside to the big guys that do have the potential to hurt the zone. Um, and that is... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know... Uh, yeah, around the corner. Uh, you know, M- Michigan State um, didn't have necessarily the guys inside to, to hurt the zone like Duke did. Um, you know, so, so I think that's the challenge for Syracuse in, in this matchup is kind of neutralizing Bagley and Carter. Yeah, you know, I look at the two of them, and I, I look at Carter specifically as as somebody who I would expect to be that guy in Thank the middle, right? I, I would expect Carter to be that guy kind of at the free throw level, the free throw range, uh, because he was in the first game, and and I could see him doing some damage there again. Uh, say that again, Seth. I'm sorry, I, you cut out a little bit on me. <laughs> no worries. I, I was saying I could see Carter being that guy at the free throw line, the high post. Yeah. He, he's shown yeah. that he has the ability to pass, to shoot, to drive, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that that could create problems. Yeah, he can take kind of the one step and go to the basket because he's so so tall and long. Um, he's not too afraid to, to shoot it. And he has a really good feel for the game. Um, and, and obviously Bagley kind of going eight for nine in that first game is kind of this 
just a huge threat on the lob, right? You, you just throw it up for him, to him, and his athleticism is so incredible um, that they can do that. That you know, again, that's Michigan State was six eight and bruisers and, and rebounders and, and a pain in the butt, but but nobody was playing above the rim like Duke um, does. Um, but at the same time, you know, Syracuse is much better than it was. Um, O'Shea Brissett had his worst game of, of the season uh, against Duke. So, so there are reasons to think that Syracuse will be better this time around, too. Yeah, I wanted to get to that. You know, offensively, I know that this week I've spent some time saying, hey, if Marek Dolezal puts up those three or four shots that he got, you know, in that first Duke game, it, it would be a different game. But I, I think that we have to mention O'Shea Brissett right now is playing, you know, maybe as well as he has all season. And in that Duke game, he had his worst game of the year. I mean, even that could, could be the, the difference maker. Yeah, certainly. Certainly, you figure. Um, you know, Duke was at home. You know that that cuts down a little bit on the margin. Um, O'Shea is not going to score only six points. Um, he is not going to grab only two rebounds. He, he is not going to fail to to take a trip to the free throw line tonight. I, I would bet my life that that, that does not happen. Um, so again, that that cuts down maybe that sixteen point margin um, a little bit more. I, I think O'Shea Brissett is is Syracuse's best player right playing the best. It's hard to tell with Tyus Battle sometimes because he attracts so much attention. Um, but, but O'Shea has just become a, a, a real, real force going one-on-one. Um, you know, now that'll be a little bit more difficult against Duke because just like Syracuse, they're going to zone and, and we've seen kind of, it can be tough to go one-on-one against the zone. Syracuse has struggled with it this year. Um, you know, so, so O'Shea is going to see a lot of help um, and he's going to have to probably shoot it a little bit more than he has in recent games, I would think. You yeah. know, and, and like you said, I, I think Merrick in the high post, uh, making Duke respect that a little bit. Um, you know, Grace and Allen talked a little bit about the differences and how they play it. And, and Duke doesn't like to bring the center up. Duke likes to kind of leave the center back as a rim protector. Um, you know, and, and that's where Merrick can hopefully, if he's kind of um, assertive and decisive, he can hopefully hit that free throw line jump shot for Syracuse. Yeah, you know, you mentioned something in there that I, I found interesting, and you said that we've seen this year Syracuse uh, struggle with driving against the zone. Given the issues that this team has had shooting the three, are you surprised that more teams haven't tried to zone up Syracuse this year? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, you know, Mike Bray did it very successfully, um, you know, early on this season. Uh, Duke obviously did it pretty successfully, holding them to 44 points. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think to some degree, it, it's just like Syracuse, right? It, it teams want a team. A lot of coaches want to focus on the defense that they play, and they're going to do what they do best, and they believe that it can stop you. You know, uh, Virginia certainly isn't, isn't going to deviate from the, the pack line. Um, Clemson's Brad Brownell, he, he prides himself on kind of a man-to-man tough defense. Um, you know, so I, I do think that, that it's, you know, we, we kind of sometimes question whether, uh, whether Jim Beheim's kind of rigidness with playing one defense um, is a good idea. Uh, but you probably have to turn it the other way, too. There are a lot of man-to-man coaches that, that won't go zone, um, despite the fact that sometimes it seems like a good idea. Yeah, and I think, that's where, uh, I think that is where uh, Coach K gets credit, right, for, for actually yeah, making yeah. that flip yep. and, and – and, uh, taking on the zone. Uh, We're talking with Chris Carlson from Syracuse.com. He's out in Omaha. Uh, You mentioned also in that last answer that, that, you know, maybe O'Shea Brissett right now playing as well, uh, you know, playing the best out of anybody uh, on this team. And maybe that's because Tyus has a lot of attention focused on him or or whatever it may be. 
But I thought Tyus Battle in the second half against Michigan State, it maybe got back to what he had done all season long and, and got that kind of edge back. Do you think that maybe something clicked there? I mean, he goes off for, what, 16 points in that second half against Michigan State? and Maybe he's back now to that 20-point-per-game second-team All-ACC player? You know, it's hard to, it's hard to say, um, you know, uh, how many times would we have said Syracuse was done this year? How many times would say we say Syracuse was great this year if, if you're going to base anything off one performance? Um, but Tyus Battle does have kind of the, seemingly has this ability to, to turn it on when, it, when it's necessary. Um, he's been really clutch. He's been much better in the second halves of games than he has been in the first half halves of games this year. Um, he's hit big shots down the stretch. So I think Michigan State and the season being on the line, I kind of take it as a little symbolic of that, 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 that you know, when this team is up against it, he's going to go force the issue. He's going to get his shot. Um, he's capable of, of taking over a game. And he's probably going to have to do that for a full 40 minutes tonight, I would think, for them to beat Duke. Um, now, even that's asking a lot, and he's going to get a lot of defensive attention. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I think that's, a, that's something that Syracuse fans can hope for, is he does seem to have this knack for, for willing this team when it's necessary. Um, and it's never been more necessary than it has been tonight. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm wearing a T-shirt right now. I mentioned at the top, at the top of the show, it, it has Bill Raftery's onions catchphrase on it. Yep. Uh, yep. If if there's one guy that I'm putting money on him saying that about for Syracuse tonight, it's size battle. I, I mean, even even yeah, when he doesn't yeah. play well, he hits that shot. Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's a guy who who's, who's idolized Kobe his whole life and and uh, you know uh, tries to like emulate kind of that mentality. Um, nobody nobody's quite Kobe, but but Tyus it does seem to have a little bit of you know cold bloodedness to him where, where late game pressure situations do not seem to really impact him at all. Certainly not negatively. If anything, he seems to get better. All right, Chris, uh, I don't know if you've done predictions for Syracuse.com yet, but uh, do, do you have one for tonight's game? What, what would you throw out there? Uh, you know, uh, and, and I, I, before I, I give you this, I would have predicted wrong twice already this, this <laughs> postseason. So, so take everything with a grain of salt. But, I mean, I think logically it seems like Duke should win this game, and I would take Duke something like, you know, 66 to 54, 66, 56, you know, Duke is the more talented team. Um, they have more weapons. Um, I don't think that Mike Krzyzewski is going to have as poor a game plan as Tom Izzo did, which was really shocking. You know, I think he's going to have a better idea of what to do against the zone. Um, but Syracuse has a puncher's chance. They've surprised repeatedly this year. Um, so if anybody's telling you that Syracuse doesn't have a chance, they're crazy. Yeah, I'm with you there, Chris. Thanks for the time, as always. Thanks for the insight, and uh, we'll be following along tonight. Yeah, anytime, Seth. Chris Carlson, Syracuse.com, the Post Standard. Follow him on Twitter, at CCarlson on SU as well. Uh, good stuff from him and Mike and Donna out in uh, Omaha this week, and, and I'm sure we'll get more of it this weekend.